Techno Filter. Today's episode is sponsored by CBD for Life. You've heard me talk about them the last several episodes. And if you haven't heard me talk about them, well, I'm going to right now. CBD for Life is an incredible CBD brand, very, very high quality, great quality products, female founded and operated, no THC detected, free of GMOs, parabens, artificial coloring, all that bad stuff. And I really, really just enjoy their products. If you haven't checked them out and want to check them out, I would recommend the roll-on oil. My favorite is lavender. Uh, I love lavender. It calms me down. And these days I need that. Um, I would also try the topical soothing spray. I would try the rubs. They honestly have so many products. The options are endless. Definitely head to their site to see all that they offer, cbdforlife.us, and use my code at checkout, hashtag no filter, and you'll get 20% off your order. And then be sure to find me on Instagram and tell me what you got because I want to talk about it. Now to today's episode. Today's episode is with the wonderful Meredith Hout. She is not only an incredibly incredibly talented artist. She's such a good person, full of insights and advice and words of wisdom. Her background is very cool. Her career is just awesome. Everything she's done, I can't wait for you guys to hear all about it in um, in the episode. But as a preview, she's worked with Oprah. She's worked with Meryl Streep. No big deal. No big deal at all. Uh, she'll talk about all of that. And her art now is taking off, and I am so here for it. I'm so excited to follow along her journey because she really is just so incredibly talented. You've probably seen her art on my Instagram. Actually, I've put it up a couple times. But anyway, this was just such a fun conversation. We talked about life and the fine line between, you know, being a creative entrepreneur and trying to promote yourself and being an egotistical asshole. (laughs) And we talked about everything in between. And it was just a really great conversation over wine, of course. And I think you're really going to enjoy. So without further ado, here's Meredith Hout on episode 66 of Hashtag No Filter. Welcome to Hashtag No Filter, Meredith. Hi, Julie. Are you excited to be here? <laughs> Actually, I'm, I'm where you live. We're in an amazing <laughs> space uh, at where Meredith lives. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, I'm laughing a little bit because I think it's kind of funny that you even want me to be on your podcast. So happy to be here. Oh, my God. So I'm your first. I am the first podcast you will be on ever in life. You are. I yes. And I have to say, I love, and I hope this doesn't make you feel uncomfortable, but I love when I pop people's podcast cherries. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. a techno filter. <laughs> okay. But I, but I love when it's a, I'm a, I have a, like a first timer. <laughs> okay. Uh, here she is. Here she is. Hi, hands up. So here we are with Meredith. And as I talked about a little bit in the intro about who she is, but can you go into a little, your background, your story, who you are, what you do for those that don't know? Okay. A synopsis um, of your life. <laughs> okay. Um, so basically, um, yes, oh, I'm an artist, mm-hmm. and, um, but I didn't always think I was going to be an artist. Um, I've always been artsy, mm-hmm. per se, and um, from the time I was very small, I was always doodling, drawing, doing all that kind of stuff. I like drew these um, gift cards when I was little and tried to sell them. That's Oh, like uh, gift cards, like $5? Yeah, to, yeah I think they were five cents. <laughs> or that. Yeah. <laughs> um, when I was in second grade, um, my, I wrote a some poetry. I thought it was going to be a writer. That's legit. Wow. I thought it was going to be a writer. Um, and I wrote some poetry and drew a big painting to go with it. It was called The Rain. And oh. I was in second grade. And I don't know how. The art like went in, was in the public library and whatever. Right. But really, I grew up in White Plains, New York, mm-hmm. Westchester County. 
and went to the University of Maryland where I studied journalism. Mm -hmm. And um, during that time, I started writing short stories. And I mean, anyone who knows me, anyone who's ever received a birthday card from me yeah. knows that I draw all over the cards. My handwriting is kind of flourishy and scrolly yeah. and, and, and out there. But I, yeah, so I, I thought I was going to be a writer. And my wow. career that I started out in my 20s was all towards a writing slant. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So, so d at what point? So Meredith has had a very, very. She's downplaying it. I think a little. She's about to talk about it though, because I'm making her. No, but she's had a very incredible career. So talk about your career and who you worked for, because she's worked <laughs> for some real big people. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So just as a sidebar, mm -hmm. I just have to say this mm -hmm. to you. Like, I, you know, I'm very like aware that when you're in an entrepreneurial role, mm -hmm. you have to put yourself out there. Mm -hmm. But a big thing for me is like promoting yourself mm. versus being completely egotistical, which I'm so not down with totally. at all. Like it's I, like a I constant don't like struggle. That. It's no, a constant struggle. No, no. And so you are me, the least egotistical, but I know the feeling. <laughs> Thank you. It comes off as it's sometimes. It does. it does. It does. And I don't, you know, so even sitting here being like, well, I worked for this person No, but this is your time. This is your time to I'm shine. Doing this and I'm doing that. Like, ugh. Like, no, ugh, everyone like Meredith is the least egotistical, but I understand the struggle. And we're going to talk about this more later in the episode okay. because we both deal with it being creative entrepreneurs. All right. It can be very hard. Redirect me. Redirect me back you want me to <laughs> no, no, I want to, I'm good. I want to talk about podcast it. podcast newbie. <laughs> I love you. Um, no, but I, I agree though, because it can be, you can, people do come off as assholes. They do. Yeah. They do. And yeah. you, it's, there's a fine line yeah. that you don't want to cross. So I, I know understand. you get it. I get it, but you are not being egotistical. Tell everyone where you worked because okay. it's impressive. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. So, so right after, just quickly, right after college, I was mm -hmm. accepted to this program at NYU in the Tisch School of the Arts for Film. Amazing. And it was like this new program, and um, I was so excited about it, and I really thought that I wanted to do something along those lines, writing. Like, if you had asked me, you know, years ago when I was, you know, coming out of college, what would be your dream job, I would have said, and this is honest, yeah. I would have said, writing a film, directing it, and starring in it. Like, that's really? what I would have wanted to yeah. do. Yeah, write it, direct it, and be in it. Or not star okay. in it, but have a role in it. Yes, you know, yes. have someone with major talent be in it. Right. And my parents, who I love dearly, uh -huh. and you have to understand, like I'm, you know, I love my of family. Course. But at the time, my mom especially was like, listen, Meredith, like, no. No, <laughs> she's not like, happening. She was just like, honestly, like, do you, at the time, Spike Lee was huge. She's like, what's the chances that you're going to be the next Spike Lee? She's like, I really think you need to get a job. Wow. And she's like, you know where your life's going to take you? You know, she's a teacher and, you know, mad respect for teachers. Yeah, yeah. And she was just like, you know, you need to have a stable something. And wow. I was upset. Yeah, I was going to say, how did that make upset. you feel? You I was upset. upset. Yeah. And I went backpacking through Europe with three amazing, amazing friends who I'm, you know, still friends with. And... Mm -hmm. um, while I was there, I was like, it just gave me perspective of, you know, okay, so I have to get a job and whatever. So I came back and I got a job with ABC television. And so you didn't go to, you didn't go to Tish? No, I deferred it for a you year did. and then okay. just let that like melt and just, that was uh, the end of it. Wow. So I, okay. so right. But ABC television, so major. ABC television and I moved to the Upper West Side mm -hmm. and I had the best commute of anybody in the world oh, right. because I, <laughs> I literally would wake up. Go, take the elevator downstairs, cross the street into ABC Television, oh. take the elevator upstairs, and that was my office. So you could roll out of bed after yes, long legit. nights drinking. Yes, right yes, yes. That's Not that dream. I was a crazy party girl, but yes. Right. yes. So what, what was your first role at ABC? So for a hot second, I worked in the sales department uh -huh. with 
great people. Uh-huh. Like socially, it was great. Like I I'm still sure. keep in touch with a couple of people from that department. Mm. It was great. Shout out to my friend Jack, who has an amazing um, oh. photography page of oh. New York City. So. Hi, Jack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, he's pretty amazing. Do you want to be on a podcast? Yeah. You yeah. sound cool. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, so I did that, but I realized very quickly that, you know, to be true to myself, I need to be in the creative mm-hmm, department. Mm-hmm. And that was the sales department. And, right. And, you know, power to them. They're the ones who keep the company Of course, in business. of course. But um, I transitioned into the PR department and I luckily got a job being um, the assistant to the vice president of the department. Major. And it was amazing because when you work in PR for a giant company like ABC, you are legit um, working, you're, you're, you're at the epicenter of everything. You know, oh. you're, you're working with every single show. There's the news. There was Good Morning America. That's the, what I was going to ask you. Were you with all the shows? All of them. Oh and I worked gosh. close, you know, I worked with all the publicists and each one of them had different shows as there. you know, we worked with the LA team <sighs> and the photo Dream. studio was on my floor. So it was just very <sighs> heady and exciting for a young kid. Yeah. How old were you college. at this point? Uh, 22. Oh, young. Like right out of college. 20, right out of college. This oh was my, my. Yeah. Yeah. I worked in sales for a year and then I, maybe not even a year. And then I went into this. Oh so I was gosh. a young kid and it was very, very glossy and exciting. Yeah. And I loved bringing my friends up to see what was going it's on. It was awesome. Exciting. It was. I would love that job right now. I mean, it that's was. so cool. It was great. Yeah. Thank you. It was great. And so from there, um, one of the publicists at the time, um, took a liking to me and saw that I had some writing skills. And so I started to learn how to write script synopses for him. And um, I it started to nurture um, the writing and learned how to write press releases and all this oh. exciting stuff. And then we had a joint deal with Harpo at the time. Mm-hmm. So Harpo is Oprah's company. right? And it was um, the Oprah Winfrey show was like oh. full gear at Gosh, that time. that show. And so I got a job working, it was like a dream because I worked at ABC for Harpo and I flew to Chicago and would meet with my counterparts there. Um, yes, not, yeah. not, not super often, right. but you know, I did a it. good amount. Right. And, um, and then, um, the role opened up and I got to be the front page columnist for, I mean. for Oprah.com and it was a dream job and every single day I got to write a 300 word column for the guests that every are on the show and again not trying to sound egotistical you are not sounding egotistical this is inspiring effing job but ever. front page for I mean, Oprah it was for great for Oprah it was great. she's the queen yeah, it was amazing it I was mean amazing. How, it's a ama- it's so cool so how long were you at Harpo or, or, or working with ABC, with ABC right, I, was, right, 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 so right. I was with ABC total I want to say like four years okay, total. Okay. So, and then um, during that time, because um, I know you want me to touch on this. So uh huh. Waiting. Yes. No, I'm so kidding. I Our met, Oprah's I met, major. I mean, Oprah was major, and, and I want to tell you something about yeah, her. That please, I learned. please. Fun facts. But she <laughs> is was so kind to her employees. She really? knew every single employee, whether it was her top number one guy to the janitor. She knew everyone she knew by names. name. Yes, and it was a, such an Ooh. amazing office. You know, her commissary was like so like food friendly for everybody. It was wow. just, it was just because really I was gonna, you know, some people you hear work for these big wigs and they are terrible to work for. I'm not saying Oprah, whoever random. I don't even know who I'm thinking about. So the fact that you're saying Oprah was so lovely to work for makes me love her even more. Oh my God. Harpo and ABC too is the most Re- beautiful offices. Really? In the commissary was incredible. I mean, the park, it was amazing. 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 Oh amazing. my God. I mean, parties at the plaza, like Jeez. amazing. That's and, amazing. Yeah. 
So, so there, so you're, so you're with uh, Harp or ABC four years. Yes. And then, um, and then I was introduced to Meryl Streep and we hit it off and I left all of that to go be her personal assistant. Are you all dying right now? Meryl (laughs) Streep. Let's just all take a moment. Meryl (laughs) Streep, the queen of acting. Okay. Continue. (laughs) So, um, and that was, I mean, dream job 2.0 because Uh, I got to work for her and, um, yeah. How closely did you work with her? Were you day in, day out? Well, she had a brownstone in Manhattan, and my office was in her brownstone ne- next to her bedroom. I mean, it was oh you know, God. it was beautiful, and she had a home in Connecticut too, and I got to go out there too. And she is as amazing as you can imagine, and as lovely and kind and brilliant. I'm so so, so how so you see? Brilliant. I mean, of course, she's acting in these roles in these movies, but is she as? incredibly nice and lovely as you see her. I mean, of course, Devil Rose Prado is different because she was acting, but she seems that amazing. Was, she yes, seems... That was a total role. She is nothing like nothing that. Nothing like that. I can only say the most wow. lovely, generous, philanthropic, brilliant. Mm. It was an experience of a lifetime. Like, I feel very blessed to have worked for her. How like, long was were like, you with her? Um, maybe not two years. Yeah. Um, but because... Oh, almost, like, um, I would whatever. say so, yeah. yeah. Because then... Um, then I was slowing down and uh-huh. moving to Westchester mm-hmm. and getting married and having a baby, my son, yes. Benjamin, and I was becoming a stay at home mom. Yes. Lovely. So the hardest job of all I've heard. It was. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Oh my God, was it? <laughs> totally. I mean. <laughs> so then there was so, this. So yeah. then you. So then, so, so the reason why I don't even mind saying like, I work for Oprah, mm. I work for Meryl, blah, 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 right. is because then like real life, did, like needle and on the record. And it all back. <laughs> like this scratch on the record, like everything came to a screeching halt. Oh. I mean, I got married and I mean, that was living in a dream too because, you know. Uh, of course. You know. Who doesn't want to Happy, get, married, yeah. babies, all that stuff. And, but I mean, real life is real life. Is real life. Oh, so, yes. so you were, so Benjamin, you were a stay-at-home mom for how many years? Up, or Where are we now? So now you're... Older, obviously. Yes. So I moved to, I moved out of the city. Um, Right. uh, Ben was born and I guess it was 1999. We moved to Rybrook, New York. Rybrook. Okay. My roommate from college is from there. Um, So, okay. So how, how was it? Well, okay. I want to keep going because you you have very interesting life, by the way. Okay. So you get married. Yes. And you have two kids. Yes. And then. And then, so um, we lived, um. We lived in New York and I started, um, I always had like a little something on the side, Mm -hmm. you know, I had to always be doing. Mm -hmm. So um, that's when the art started to come back into play. I was still doing some writing on the side just for some like sidebar work. But I started, you know, you kind of get into whatever's going on in your life at the time. And at the time, little kids was what was relevant to me. So I started painting furniture. I started out like, I think I started literally with like birthday party favors. Yeah. It just started to grow. And I started painting rocking chairs and da, 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 and da, selling stuff. them or just for gifts. What's that? Sell, selling them for money or yeah, just yeah. oh yeah I had a oh. store in my home oh so, yeah oh cool. don't tell anyone I think it was against the law <laughs> but, <laughs> the cops but are coming <laughs> yeah but I had a little store in my yeah. house and it was like my own little thing and it started to grow and I started to paint furniture and da 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 so fast forward we moved to Florida mm-hmm. and built a life in Florida we moved to Boca Raton and. It was great, and I always, I always, always worked, Julie. Like, mm-hmm. I always, like, 
I mean, I had like random, th- like I literally, like I'm going to keep it real. Like yeah. I like would sell on eBay. Like I would yeah. do like whatever you I had hustling. to do. Like you I were... was just a hustler. I yeah. was, yep. I was. I was just always doing to like keep it flowing and keep it going. And, um, but the painting kept going mm-hmm. and the writing kept going. And on a sidebar, like I wrote like a couple of novels in my Which, side time. By the way, not one novel, two, three, two, two and a half. Like, you don't understand I've been working on my novel for six years, so I don't know how the hell you... <laughs> That's amazing. It was, it's, it's actually really good, and we should do something with it one and time. And they are going to be published. Everyone yes. wait. Yes. <laughs> I got This is the thing, and this is something that I would tell to young girls out mm-hmm. there, okay? So, like, this is advice I would give my younger self. Yep. So, the first one that I wrote, I submitted it to um, a literary agent. You and did. Yes, and she wrote back to me and said, this is great. I really see it as a screenplay rather than a novel. Even better. Okay. Hi. I was going to go to Tish. Like, I should have been like, oh, my God, jackpot. Right. But instead, as a young kid, I was like, I don't want it to be a screenplay. I want it to be a novel. Stop. Wait, did you tell her no? Yeah. Like, I, t- like I was so dumb. I was so <laughs> effing dumb that I was like, this is a novel. Like, that's not it's how not I gonna see be a it. Sp- I'm not going to rewrite the whole thing as a <laughs> screenplay. Like, I put so much of my heart and soul and passion into it. And then, like, I didn't do anything with it. And oh. guess what? It's still sitting there collecting dust. That was probably, like, a great opportunity. M- so, maybe like, it could be a screenplay now, though? Let me tell you something. Missed opportunity, but still relevant. And it's actually decent. And you're a writer. And, like, we're we- going to make this happen. I think this we should. This is going to be a movie in I a few years. So, uh, it's happening. Mm-hmm. So, you still wrote. So, you moved to Florida and then you got divorced, correct? I did. And I know we're not going to like go super into it, but you did get divorced. I did. Yeah. I did. Look, I mean, this is no filter, so I'll keep yeah. it real for you yeah. without, yeah. I mean, with all due respect to the situation, I'm not going to talk about it too much. Of course. Because, of course. you know, that's like sacred. That's like, not within right. Within the confines of our family and whatever. And I was married to him like technically 20 years oh, wow. and he's a great person Amazing. and has a great heart and good guy and all that good stuff just wasn't it just wasn't meant to be for a lifetime that's all you know okay that's so, all. but on the topic of doors not your not not yes. personal things yes. you know a lot of people like sometimes when I do like Q&A's and things people will ask like or questions to ask the podcast guest or something if you know about divorce and people are like how did you get through it I mean was it hard would you say it was hard yeah. yeah. I mean, look, okay. look, I mean, I mean, uh, let's keep it real. Divorce is not fun. Right. No like you don't walk down the aisle and be like, I'm getting, I'm going to, you know, I spent all this time. I'm totally in love with this person. We are best friends. And then after a while, like, let's just part ways. Like, that's not what you think, you know, of so course you, don't, not. you don't expect it. And it's n- not that it wasn't expected, but I'm just saying like, Divorce sucks. sucks. And so I'm going to keep it like general, not talking yes. about the details of no, our situation, no, in general, but, though. but in general, it's not fun. And Everyone says it's the hardest on the kids. Mm. It is hard on the kids for sure, Mm -hmm. but it's hard on adults too. It's Mm -hmm. hard on everyone involved. It's hard on the parents. And probably hard on your friends. It's hard on your friends because everyone's kind of like, well, what do we do with this? Like, can we, you know, the good news is, I mean, in the beginning, we really tried, like, to our credit, we, when we decided to do this, like, we held hands and told our kids together. I have chills. And, yeah, That's and and we, pro- you know, and we said to them like, "We're best friends, mm-hmm, and we're gonna, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. like we promise, like it's gonna be okay." And. The friends, for friends in general, they're like, well, can we, be st-? you know, well, that what I'm was saying an- is our friends were kind of like, well, we'll be friends with both of you. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Well, you guys were on decent terms. We were. And we won't we go, were. To, but, we were. but, you know, some, okay, let's say someone's listening right now and they're going through a divorce yes, or yes, about to. Yes. 
could you give some advice or words of wisdom to like, how, how did you get through it? I mean, you obviously, I'm sure you had terrible days of crying and yes. I mean, look, I'm not like I'm the divorce guru. No, you know, no, but you've I'm, been there, you know, but I've been there, yeah, right. I've been there. Um, it's not fun. Mm-hmm. It's just not fun. And you have to just feel you know, it. You're dismantling just... like, you know, this story that you have built, you know, that you've kind of centered your life around mm-hmm. and you know, um, you have to not, you're not reinventing yourself, but you, you're finding yourself again. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and I'm sure anyone who, anyone, man or woman would say this, um, you know, well, cause a lot of your identity is tied up in your, in, yes. who, in, in yes. your, your partnership. For sure. Right. right so right. you're finding out, so like, so my married name is Meredith Hout. So like, I like suddenly like, you know, you remember, I remembered being Meredith Miller, you know, right. and that's what I would say to anybody, which is the, the biggest thing I would say to anybody is you're going to be fine. It, it takes time. You're going to I be mean, fine. Time is your best friend. Correct. And you're going to be okay. But Some, it sucks. It, it sucks. It sucks. <laughs> it sucks. But when all the dust settles, like everything's going to be okay. For both and of you. For both of right, you. Right. And the be- you know, look, you know. One of, you know, like, you're going to share grandparents, grandchildren mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with this person. And, you know, you want it to be as amicable as you of possibly course. can be, you know. And, you know, he's, he's you know, got, you know, family that I was so close to at the time. And mm-hmm. we're so close, you know. And See, th- that's, that's, but, you know, you're lucky, though. A lot of people, and I have friends, I, I know people personally, it's not so good. And so I, I like, I commend you guys that it's, it, it's fine. Well, because look, it doesn't, I'm not gonna, it might I'm not, not. going to say it's perfect. No, of course not, you're divorced. I, again, <laughs> I, I, look, that's keep, you know, just being real. It's not yeah. perfect by any means, but, you know, just the, the best thing to do is to just keep it, um, keep your, keep your kids' interests mm-hmm. at, at, at heart. And just if you try, have to, just I mean, if you don't have always, kids, Just try to always easy. return to peace every yeah, time. I can imagine. And the thing is, and while it wasn't a divorce, I went through a really, 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 really bad breakup that I've, I actually haven't talked about it in detail on the podcast, but a really, really bad breakup. Imagine the worst breakup times 10, but I was younger. It rocked me to my core. It, it fucked me up so bad. And, and I did not think I was going to get through it. And I imagine this is the case sometimes with divorce, but I got through it. I survived. I got to the other side and it just took time. Yeah. And I that's what, you. give yourself grace. And yeah. I never say that. I don't even know what that actually <laughs> means, but give yourself like some love yeah. and compassion. Yeah. Okay. All right. So anyway, so on. Divorce, <laughs> but I know a lot of people like can relate. So I'm glad you spoke on that and Thank you for talking about that. So, um, so at the, so you got divorced and then when did the art start? Like when did this all, like all this, this painting and all of your, your successful business now, when did that start? Oh, thank you. <laughs> We're going to get there guys. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, again, like again, entrepreneurial versus egotistical. So just if anyone, yeah. if anyone in the world is listening to this, just know that, and I'm sure that you, I know you have a lot of viewers just, or listeners just know that this comes from a place of being entrepreneurial versus egotistical. And I can back that up everybody. Yeah, we do need to talk about that at some point. <laughs> but um, what happened? So I got separated mm-hmm. and I always maintained a day job, but I was like, you know what? Like I need to like nurture my creative yeah. inner child because like that's important. Like every, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. You know, like um, some people like to go running or right. some people are going like surfing or whatever they do whatever that nurtures them. And yeah. for me, it was being creative. Yeah. And so I started out just like, I wasn't even sure. Like I was like taking a couple of things and throwing them at the wall and seeing what would stick. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I was being like really vulnerable. And this is something I would say to anybody who's thinking about like doing something that they love, even if it's not paying the bills, like get a day job, mm-hmm. even if it's not too exciting, but 
keep going, mm-hmm. keep doing that. Even keep when doing. it's really hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I was really vulnerable. Like, mm-hmm. to be honest with you, like, I would put, I would make posts on Facebook. I'm sure, like, some of my friends were like, what, <laughs> what is what, she doing? What is she doing? Right. Like, me too. Like, really, Meredith? <laughs> like, that's what you're yeah. doing? Yeah. Like, I legit, like, I started, like, I was doing clothing and, like, mm-hmm. I was doing stuff painting on sneakers because and that was just it started I was doing it not because I was like oh my god I need to be a sneaker (laughs) artist but legit like it was making me money and there was a market for it and I was doing it yeah but I started to make I was working on clothing and painting I was doing a lot of stuff at once I was painting I was decorating I was doing just anything right that in my free time that was like feeling good to me right and I started to have this like little store in my house not because I planned to have it, it just happened organically and people started coming and I was making these posts and I wasn't even using Instagram I was gonna very say, much. Was it Instagram? It was Facebook. No, it was like really Facebook, which is not, re- I, Instagram a little bit, but it was like on Facebook. I, I, I swear to God, Julie, like one day I posted a picture of me, like I think I like cut up a shirt, <laughs> I, like cut up a shirt. <laughs> That was hot pink, and I was like, yeah, "These are the it. fringes." And then I literally like modeled myself wearing it. I'm like, "I love you." Okay, and like I had like a few <laughs> random people that were like, "That's so good," but I think for the most part, my friends were like, "She's gone crazy." <laughs> yeah, and I've been there too. That's a whole other story, but that's something else. Ooh, yeah. There's juice to that, but like not something I'm ready to talk about okay, right now. Okay. But when I, but that's for the next podcast. Okay. Part two, guys. Part two. Legit. I so, have but, but Okay. So you're posting on Facebook and you're feeling vulnerable as fuck. Yes. And you are just like, how did you continue? Because people sometimes will stop because of getting this kind of awkward feedback or negative feedback. What pushed you to keep no, going? No, because, because after what I've been through, what I've been through, which mm-hmm. podcast number two. Yeah. Um, <laughs> After go when you go through really really tough times, yeah. you realize how unimportant most stuff is. Mm-hmm. And I really learned the I really learned the art of not caring what other people think. It took me a long time. And do you genuinely can you say now that you genuinely do not give a shit? Yes. What one thousand percent? So I can say that with conviction and confidence. And, and I, I can see it in I your eyes. I can teach the art of it. So how? Okay, that's major. Let me tell you why. Yes. Because Look, think of your role models in life. Think of the people who are your favorite musical people or your favorite actors or whatever. Okay, do you think Prince cared what people thought of him? He's five foot two. Okay, wearing makeup. Valid point. Okay, think about the people who were Michael Jackson, Madonna. If these people, they don't give I'm, a look, shit. I'm not Lady gonna, Gaga. Lady Gaga. There you go. Okay, so I'm right. So I'm thinking of people from my. No, era. no, no. But I'm just thinking she's so big on. I don't. I don't. She was bullied in high school. Okay. So for people who are these huge successful people, you have to completely shed your skin and not care what anybody thinks. Like I used to. This is so real. I used to think to myself like. This is how I feel. This is what I'm going to do. But I know that one girl who, like, doesn't like me. Or I know that one mom who, Oh, my like, God, you're speaking to my oh, soul. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. That one mom who, like, yeah. once thought, like, I was whatever. Like, I and used you to would think, think of these, these things, things. And I would think about it legit and be like, I can't post because that mm. one person out of a thousand doesn't like me. And then I was just like, you know what? I can't worry about that anymore. I can't come from a place of fear. I can't come from a place of, does this person like judge me because of like anything I've been through in my life or whatever? Like I completely 1 million percent let it go. Let it go. Just just something like a, like a light bulb moment. Yes. Like not a light bulb moment, but like over time, like 
every time I would be like, well, I'm not going to care a little. Let's see what happens. Oh, wow. This feels good. Well, let me not care a little bit more. This feels good. And now like you, I, and what it, what met me, what the universe gave back to me was success every time, every time. Like this is every time. This is the advice guys. If you haven't been listening, tune in. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. This is the advice. The advice is put yourself out there and do not care what any naysayer has to say to you. So now you will post anything. I will post anything like not anything because that I feel passionate about, like that I feel good about, but okay. So I feel good about it. And here's something else that I learned. And that is that you have to look at the big picture with everything you're doing. I used to hem and haw over every single post, every single post. But then I realized that if there's an overarching story that's going on and it's a whole body of work and that you have to know that everything is building upon the next Mm -hmm. thing. Put it out there, let it go. By the time I post something, it's old. It's It formulated in my mind a long time ago. By the time I got it onto the paper, whether it's painting or right. writing or sewing or whatever it is that I'm a piece of whatever it is that I'm doing, I'm already by the time it's posted, there's eight more things that have happened. So it's that's something that I think most creative people could probably yep, relate to. Yeah. Your mind's going a million miles a minute and you have eighteen things. In the best that, right. way. Of course, in of the course. best way. Yeah. So yeah. Wow. So you really but it but it's not like you've it's not like you've always never given a shit. This is, you, you clearly gave a shit. Like you, you, like when you were saying like, I don't give a shit. Like I, I, I'm going to post whatever. That wasn't you forever. Like you had to come to that point. Right. So. Right. And I had, I, I had no idea that things would go in a great way for me. I just had to try. Exactly. And this is what, this is what it is. This is what I say. And I write this hashtag, not because it's a place that people join in, but it, because it's, it's the truth. And that is that hard work pays off. And it does. Hard work pays off. You know what I'm saying? Like I sacrificed my social life for a little while Mm -hmm. to put this on hold. And while other people were moving on, maybe dating, maybe going out at night, going to that party, doing that thing. I literally was working a day job and then coming home and working a night job. And the night job was growing my business, my art, my art. And you were passionate about it. So once you find something you're passionate about, don't lose sight of that. I mean, if you're, you're, you'll, you, I I think, was it a few weeks ago where I, I think you were like, oh, what are you guys doing tonight? I was like, oh, we're going here. I was like, what about you? And I was like, really? Because I'm like, maybe we'll go out. And you were like, I'm going to be in work doing my art. And like, it was a Saturday night. I'm like, yes, yes. you are going to be in yes. doing your art. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I have people who are close to me in my life being like, come meet me tonight. Right. And I'll be like, I can't. I'm working tomorrow. Like, I can't. Like, this is a stay in night That's for me. That's your priority. Like, I have to. This is my priority. It's it's amazing. And now, so now you're, you're, you, her art, by the way, if you haven't seen it, it's ridiculous. I put it on my Insta stories, but it's, Amazing. Tell them what's going on with your art, how this came to be. I mean, there are things that have to do with Bloomingdale's and the Super Bowl and very exciting things. Yes. <laughs> so please share a few of the highlights because it's inspiring. Thank you. That's so, that's really No, nice. it's amazing. Thank you. Again, again. No, okay. it's, it's incredible. Again, promoting yourself versus the ego. Oh yeah, we still need it's to talk struggle. about this. It's a struggle. <laughs> Let's talk about that right now, actually. Okay. So, okay. okay. So, so Meredith is very big on, uh, talk about it, um, entrepreneur, being an entrepreneur, there's a big struggle because yeah. I'm I'm so I, I have a slightly spiritual slant. I love it. I'm, Me too. Totally. It and the whole out. spiritual thing is like shed your ego. And mm. the big thing for me is like I, I really can't stand people who are in love with themselves mm. and are just like mm-hmm. I'm so great, I'm so great, and it's all mm. about me. And um, it's just my personal. Opinion. And and sorry to cut you off, but there's a difference between loving yourself and just being self confident, right? Like you're talking about someone who's 
obnoxiously loving yourself. Yeah. I, I'm just, right. you know, just, you know, people who are full of themselves. Correct. And so, <laughs> Cocky fuckers. Um, yeah. And so, <laughs> true. True. So true, Julie. There we go. <laughs> this is why I love you. Um, this is why I want to be on your show. So, um, so legit, um, she's pouring me a second I know, glass I of like, wine. Do you want, I, mean, I think I've already had two two glasses. Yeah, she's so. unzipping the vuv clique. Uh, why am I doing that? It's uh, so weird. I love I it. I could have just poured out a thing. I don't know. Anyway, I love keep it. Going. So yeah, keep. I, I guess. Okay, so basically, um, what did you ask me? Oh, entrepreneur. <laughs> or, or your whole like so being cocky, being being egotistical versus being, right. So here's the thing. So you have to learn like. So anybody who's in a business for themselves is just building on what I was saying about putting yourself out there. I've quickly learned that Facebook is really, for the most part, for your friends and family right, and yep. in your life. And my yep. lane is Instagram. And I love and Instagram. And thank you. And so are you. Mm. And Instagram is really where it's at. And so ego. So so the big thing is don't be afraid to show off your work. Like, like right now, like if I was like a big, giant person who was paying somebody like Thousands mm -hmm. and thousands of dollars to have a giant PR agency, like, promoting all the time. Like, honestly, like, I'm not even sure, like, if that's even how I would go. Because I love, like, just sharing, like, mm -hmm. what's going on. Right. But the, the, the struggle and the wrestle is between promoting yourself and being your best own advocate and coming across as being, a you know, like, hey, look at me. Yes. Hey, look at me. And, right. I, and I'm, you know. Um, so how do you dance that fine line? Or are we I still, I try, yeah. I, yeah, I struggle with it. Yeah. And that's, that's one of the, my biggest, that's one of my wishes for myself for 2020. Mm. My big new year's resolution is to like get over, like apologizing for myself for being, for pointing a finger at myself and saying, check out what I'm doing because. And you have to, you know, you were a public, you were in PR. You I have know, to but do I'm used it. to doing it for other I people. I know, it's true. Like she's given me some ideas, like with things in my podcast and I'm like, damn, she's good. But oh, it's hard you. when you looking at yourself. It is. Yeah. And, and. And because that inner critic that we talk about, mm -hmm. that's like, what about that one person who doesn't like me? <laughs> anybody who's, who's judging me is in a one-way fight with me. I'm not in a fight oh, with anybody. I'm in, you're such I'm, a good person. But I'm in, like, different level energy. Like, I'm not fighting you. Like, the only time I'll fight you is if you, like, come at me. Well, <laughs> like, that's, then you're like, going to okay? claws like, yeah, out like, like you're going to fight. Yeah, but, yes. like, but, like, I'm not, like, I, I like, uh, I ain't got time for that. Like, I don't have time right. for that. I don't room in my brain for that person. No. And I had, but, but it took me a while to get there. Exactly. Took me a while to get well, there. Well, of course. Honestly, when someone is mean to me or, or, or giving negative energy oh, to mean me. mean to me? Oh, no. Oh, you must not oh. know about me. Like, oh, there no. There Okay. Okay. Don't <laughs> yeah. be mean to me. And okay. that's legit. Like, I mean, I've had very few instances in my life because I take the high road. Yep. Like, there was, I mean, I could tell you on one hand, one the people hand. on Same. one right. hand, the people I've had an issue with in my life. Okay. And like, those are, that's where the meat, that's where you fight back. Yeah. Yes. Like okay. I, I had so, one person, something with my daughter, right. One person who tried to take advantage of me when I was moving one, that's it. Like mm -hmm. literally like that's it. That's like, it. But, but it's more like if I get a negative comment or a negative something, I end up like, I, I give them compassion because obviously this is about them. It's not about me. It's not about me at all. I, exactly. So, and also don't like, listen, I, this is what I say. Like, how can you soar with the eagles when you're busy pecking around with the chickens? Um, that's genius. That's a great, that's a great quote. Say it again. How, <laughs> How can you soar with the eagles 
when you're pecking around with the chickens, like you don't have time for that. You don't have you're time not, for that. Not, you don't have time for that. You don't even hear it or see you it. You don't hear no. it or see it. Heck no. So, Hell no. Hell <laughs> I love you. So there, so, so, okay. So, you know, there are people on Instagram that we all follow that, or oh, we all have different opinions. We all have different, you know, and that's cool that someone might think, oh, that person, she's so egotistical when she talks about X, Y, and Z. How do, how do you not be that? Cause you've never been ego. I've never, I mean, I guess in the time I've known you, I don't consider you egotistical at all. And if I, and I'm not lying, if I did think you were egotistical, I just wouldn't be saying this right now. Like I, I you know right. what I mean? Right. Like I, you, you, you promote yourself and it could be because of your PR background, but you promote yourself in a way that's, that's very, um, what's the, like very, um, self-deprecating or self-deprecating, <laughs> but, and classy, Aww, like there's not, thanks. like you're not being a douchebag. Oh, Right. Like, so, so is that just over time you've, you've, uh, I'm just, uh, truth, you're Julie, just I'm, you are. I'm just being myself. So however, okay. that, so if you're a douchebag, you're, you tr- you're fucked. You see me. <laughs> oh my God. Are you going to die? Cause I oh keep God. cursing. No, are you kidding? No. no. Listen, listen. I mean, let's keep it real. Like I'm not sitting on here being like, you know, fuck shit, whatever. Right. Of but I'm not. saying like, I mean, like if you, it takes a lot to get me angry, but if you get me angry, of like, course, I, I mean, yes, I turn into that bitch. Like, I, I mean, I, I want to see it. No, I don't want to see you angry, you but, 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 you but, but, but you will, it's not like you're this little, like delicate, like you will fight back if you have to fight back. Most things I just roll off my Exa- back, but, perspective, for, but, but, yes. but, but, but yeah, but yeah. all right. So let's, okay. Moving, right. moving on. Yes. <laughs> oh, we got yes, yes, that. yes. Yes. We did. Yes, we did. Okay. Okay. I guess so that's unexpectedness. Everyone, that, but that's what hashtag no filter is. There yeah. you go. So tell right. everyone, um, about the Bloomingdale's and, uh, the Super Bowl stuff. Cause okay. that's all very exciting. It is. It is. So, okay. So thank you. So. Mm. Anyway, so I've started painting and the paintings have been, the, the art has grown and grown and grown mm-hmm. and I have these incredible clients. And the best part is that sometimes I make these wonderful friends. I've got this wonderful new client who, um, she's in Boston and Delray, she's got this beautiful home and I'm doing like five or six pieces mm, for her. And oh so, you know, that it's great. And um, I've got um, a wonderful client here and I'm doing something with her that's gonna honor her mom who unfortunately passed away and like oh. work some of her clothing actually to oh be stitched into the painting <gasps> as butterflies to honor her mom. So I'm really, really oh excited God. about that. And I mean, a whole bunch of other yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, but that's but incredible. Thank you. That's amazing. So, that's amazing. All right. So anyway, um, so I started to get involved with Bloomingdale's, and they've been so good to me. And they had me, um, we did um, for Art Basel. I, it was Basel at Bloomingdale's, and I got to have a solo show with them. I mean, for, I mean that was dream? a dream. Like, that was yeah. like a, an amazing moment. Unbelievable. And um, then I did something with them for the Boca store. And mm-hmm. now they have me, um, on, they've basically given me their furniture department in Aventura. <laughs> like, and I'm going to fill the walls with with your art, with all my art. And they're having this amazing party for the wives of the Super Bowl. I mean, and this I'm is going to go. Have you been working your ass off like day in, day out? Oh, my God. Yeah. You have no idea. <laughs> like, no life. Yeah. No, right. I know. I'm no like life. honored that she was able to fit no, me in today. No, I'm just kidding. I just want you to know I secretly do have a life, but I just don't. She does. Ha- I, I know do. she I has do. a life. Yes. But yes. you are. So this is. So Bloomingdale's NFL Super Bowl. Like, yes. This is huge. And did I tell you about Michael Feinstein? Oh, t- talk about that. No, I know. But you. yes, I want you to talk about that. Okay. So I got commissioned to make a painting for Michael Feinstein, I mean, who is one of the most incredible singer songwriters he's like he's he's the person who's like in charge of preserving the great american songbook and um Mm. he um i made this painting for him that was um 
it was a collage of all of his um, friends and family, and I was sent all of these wonderful pictures of him and if you Barbara follow Streisand, see, Barack yeah. Obama, I mean, uh, George Clooney. Right. Um, I, it goes on and on. Kristen Chenoweth, Gene Kelly, oh. Neil Sedaka. Uh, it goes on. His partner is Liza Minnelli. I mean, it's and they own they own three nightclubs. Um, they own. Below 54, which is in is o- Old Studio 54 <gasps> Old in New York. Old Studio 54. Oh, cool, yeah. cool. Okay. And the ne- they have Feinstein's at the Nico Hotel in okay. San Francisco and Feinstein's um, at Vitello's in L.A. Oh. And um, I'm told that it's going to go in one of those places. It was shipped to L.A., so. I mean, I this, mean, I mean how Yeah, this wonderful woman, um, Dr. Betty Orlandino, like, facilitated this and she says it's going to go in one of them so the best part is that I get to meet him next week I and mean, he's going to be in Florida and we're going to meet and I just so can't... excited oh my god yeah how could you not be I mean, oh like, like, she's like sm- grinning ear to ear no that's yeah. I mean you should be so proud that is oh so my cool god. and the and thing is like it's not like you've been doing this for 50 years no, I mean well, three. and she's <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah. like it's not like you've been doing this your whole life yes. you've been doing your yes. three years yes. in I mean it's yes. cool it's thank cool. you thank so you. the point is so nice if you have me. a passion keep at it that's right you keep at it and don't you know don't give it up because when you get in your groove and when you find yep. the thing that really makes your soul sing like mm. and not everybody has that some no. people you know, for some people, the corporate life is, you know, to be some, not everybody, you know, some people are, you know, all different kinds of brands and, and are out that's there. what I have friends who are coders. I exactly, exactly. Are, you know, but that's what accountants. makes their soul thing. Yes. Right, 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 yes. right. Just, just even if you, even if you keep, like my father, he, he, he maintains bonsai trees. He's been doing this for 40 years. Are you serious? This, yes. He's still, I mean, bless Like him. in their He's, backyard? Yes. And when I was growing up, like he had a house in our backyard that was built for his trees. And he like, I mean, it's his passion. He still does it. He moved to Florida from Westchester. And I mean, now it's, you know, he had to change the trees because the climate's changed. But it's his passion. He gets home every day. He goes out there and he does. I mean, it's. it's So so that's his. And that's what. So basically, if you have a passion, if, if you don't, I bet you do if you look for it. But if you have a passion, work at it. Absolutely. Doesn't matter Absolutely. about what anyone else says Absolutely. or what anyone else. I mean, it, it's, it, no, it, it's, it's amazing. So what advice then would you give to your younger self? To my younger self, I would say, um, I would say that everything happens for a reason mm-hmm. and what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. So hang in there, you know, hang in there, whether it's career wise, you know, family wise, you know, relationship, per- whatever relationship wise, right. Um, with yourself, mm-hmm. if you, you know, you go through hard times personally for yourself, hang in there because the sharpest swords are, are burned in the hottest fires. Okay. Oh my God. Like, I got chills. That is so good. Okay, my dad said that to me. My dad told me that when I was in my early twenties, he sure. said to me, he said to me, and this is legit. And I made a, I made a painting about this. It's oh. not sold. It's just yeah. for myself. Yeah. It said, he said to me, listen, he said, a clay pot that is sitting in the sun will always be a clay pot. Right. It needs the white heat of a furnace to turn it into porcelain. And oh. so that's so true. Like any, like I, you know, I'm sure we all know people Mm -hmm. who have never been through tough stuff in their life. And sometimes you look at them and you're jealous because they've never had to deal. But then you're like, (laughs) yes, but, 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 but 
those people also are the people who are like, and no offense, if anyone's listening mm. to this and you've had a pretty charmed life. We, we give you a cookie. <laughs> that's fine. But those are the people that are like, can I just talk to you for a second? And I'll be like, sure. What's up? And they'll be like, oh just really upset because like basically like <laughs> I love your I don't voice know I just right feel now. like my hair like my hairstylist like messed up my hair and like I don't know I was like at lunch with my friends today and one of them was like I just felt like she didn't like get it that like I've been really stressed like and 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 like that's fine like I'm making this so silly no but, I know but what I'm saying people who haven't gone through stuff mm-hmm. sweat the small stuff yep and what I want to say is if you're going through a hard time or you've been through difficult stuff it's a blessing. It is a You're blessing right. because it's you. going to mold you and make you more mature mm-hmm. and more focused mm-hmm. and more resilient and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And then at the end of the day, forgive everything and everybody. And most importantly, forgive yourself. Anything you've been that. through, you've got to forgive yourself. Okay? I love that. You've got to forgive yourself. You should be yourself. a therapist maybe. Well, I don't know about that, <laughs> but you've got to forgive yourself. Yes. For anything that you may have put other people through, anything that you've put yourself through, anytime you didn't succeed, anytime your life was challenging yeah. and you were down on yourself, forgive yourself forgive and just yourself. let it go. Keep it. going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep That's going. what it is. Keep going. Because you're going to get through it. Keep going. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, who am I to say all this? Like, no, I'm just a person. Some, and even if not, like, you're, you're very, you should maybe be a therapist. Should we talk about that later? <laughs> I don't know about I, that. I need a Florida therapist. No, no, I love mine in Houston. But no, but it's- Mine I, passed away. Your therapist passed away? Yes. It was very sad and very traumatic. I loved oh. her dearly and I honor her. So, like, oh, I'm-, I'm honoring. Um, No, not we're very joke. into therapy. It's so not a joke. Pro, pro, it's not a pro joke. Therapy. Like, she had, like, legit, like, 15 years of my life and then she passed away and I'm like, now it's gone. So, anyway. I would have- uh, I, I would- die if that yeah. was okay um so so no, moving so, on so, <laughs> but today so today on my instagram i posted like a quote thing that i have and it was um of course now i can't remember the exact thing but it's basically like finding the comfort in the discomfort like getting comfortable with that discomfort and to your point of saying just stick with it like just you're gonna get through it it might suck yeah. like it might suck the life out of you actually yeah. but you have to stick with it yeah. and just just find that comfort in there and you're going to get to the other side and you're going to be grateful for it totally yeah totally yeah and just you know just I don't know I'm very much about like I have like an attitude of gratitude like yes you know every night like it might sound corny but my kids could vouch for me um every night before I go to sleep like I literally like I literally say a little prayer and I, I love that. and I thank the universe or whatever people right, know, whoever, people call it God, yeah, source, yeah, energy, whatever, it is, whatever yeah. it is. I thank the universe for all the things that happened that day and then I ask um, for like protection to look over all the people in my life, even the people who are like no longer in my life. I wish them like protection and I just You are the I best do. person <laughs> I've ever met. No, 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 no. 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 And I that's and amazing. I, yeah. I, I don't know if I told you this. Did I tell you I teach at FAU? Oh, no, you didn't mention that. But yeah, yeah no, no, you, I think you told me the first time we met. But So I teach at it. FAU, and, like, um, I teach art. I was teaching them all about, like, um, we were drawing, like, hamsas yesterday, painting oh, hamsas, yeah. like, kind of God and, like, yeah. protection. And just, we were all just kind of talking about the whole, like, attitude of gratitude yeah. and, like, legit, like, 
That's the way to go. Just be thankful. Be thankful. True be to driven. yourself. Because there's always something. Not care something. about what anyone thinks no. and keep going. There and we hard, go. And, and that's, 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 that's the it. title of the podcast. <laughs> but it's true. Find there's something to be grateful for in every single day. Find and I it. swear to God, I have a very active social life. I just don't post it. I don't talk no, about it. No, she doesn't it. post it, but she's she's very but busy. I, I'm busy <laughs> and like I do have a love life and all that stuff. No, like, I just We're not don't going there, it. but she <laughs> I just don't talk about it. That's um, okay. You know, and and... You all know I end every episode with a rapid fire round of very fun questions that I'm have nothing scared. to do it. I know, but everyone's like, I'm like the people that have listened to the podcast. I'm like, you know the questions, but it's still very fun and people love it. So these uh, questions have nothing to do with what we just talked about. First thing that comes to your mind, just just say it. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Do you need a yeah. chug? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. She, wait. Let me take a sip of wine. Take a sip. I am nervous. No. Take a sip. No. 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 It's a, it's fun. It's fun. Um, okay. Okay. If okay. someone played you in a movie about your life, who would it be? Okay, honestly, I'm just going to say this because this is just what other people have told me. Mm-hmm. They told me, see, I, I'm, because I do have like a funny side. I don't really, I'm not really She's showing you. She's very funny. But I do like impressions and all that kind of stuff. So I think it would probably be like Kristen Wiig. Yes, <laughs> like, yes. But not Kristen Wiig when she's like all weird and crazy. Like no. it would be Kristen Wiig like in Bridesmaids. Correct. That's what I was okay. going to say. Kristen okay. Wiig in Bridesmaids. Probably. No, but you are very, you, you are funny. In part okay. two, guys, you're going to hear it. Okay. <laughs> no, they heard, you're, you're, you, you are very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, okay, if you could have drinks with yes. anyone living or dead, who would it be? Oh, it would be my grandma. Who passed away. I love when people say they're great. Yeah, yeah. She that, was like a huge influence to me and has a huge influence. I'll tell you all about that also another time. Another, but but yeah. you would, that's who it hands I down. Yeah, I love my that. My daughter's name for it, yeah. Oh, so sweet. Yeah. Um, if there was an airplane outside right now, where would you have it take you? Ooh. Um, this probably sounds so cliche, no, but it cares? would be to like, it would be to Paris and, it, yeah. and, and all throughout Italy. Yeah. Like Take I just me need there. just, yeah. yeah, I just need to go. But, and what three things, not people or pets, what yeah. three things would you bring? What would I bring? Bring, yeah. Just if you could only bring three things. Okay. I would bring a journal for sure. Yeah. Um, um, for writing and drawing, mm. I would bring, um, and I would bring my children so they can no, experience. No, they're already it. there. Oh, you they can are. Only bring oh, things. things. I know. Okay. It makes it, it makes it a little like you know. Okay, here. three things. Okay, um, I would bring. Maybe I would bring like apple chips from the fresh market because I'm addicted to them. <laughs> I love you a so much. A serious addiction. No, I don't know what that's is a great up thing to bring. They are really addicted. It's a like, great I thing to bring. I cannot stop eating them. Okay. It's crazy because the fresh market is right next to my it's building. I right walk there every yeah. day. I don't get the half pint. I get the big one. The big one, and you would bring those on your trip. I think so. Yeah, so I think be you a journal. Should. Yeah, apple, apple crisps. chips or apple <laughs> chips, not crisps. The fresh market brand. Fresh market brand. Yes. Um, and what else? Um, uh, God. I know this is a tough one, I Julie. Um, I don't want to make the right, the wrong answer. Um, it would be um, something you need every day or it would use be, it every would be, day. It would be a camera of oh, some camera. sort. Love a camera so I, could, so I could record my Done. time there. Yeah. Easy. Okay. Um, Sorry. No, no, no. That was answer. great. No, it was oh, amazing. No. Um, people, I just love that question because everyone has such a different answer and I just love hearing that. Yeah. Like it, it's, it's on the spot. So I know, I, I know, I know. Okay. Um, who is your celebrity crush? Oh, George Clooney. Oh, that, that was easy. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. So when he, when he came on, um, ER. Yeah, yeah. 
It was him and um, this other guy, Noah Wiley. Okay. And two totally different looks. George right. is like a man's man. And George Noah Wiley hot. was like soft, more sensitive, yep. a different okay. look. And my roommate, Wendy, and I, she was madly into Noah Wiley. And I, I took one look at George Clooney circa 1993, maybe, 94. What movie was he in at this point? Oh, no, it was ER. ER. This was ER, right. I looked at him and I was like, mm-hmm. Yeah, this is, yeah, yeah, okay. I'm like, oh, okay, done. He's for He's me. Still just as hot. Oh my god! Let I me don't tell you why. It. It's not just it's not just his eyes and his jawline and his whole <sighs> thing. And he gets sexier the more his hair gets gray. Yes. He's so intelligent, and to me, that's the biggest turn and on. That's the biggest turn. Oh on, my god! Right. He's so smart. For me, it's that and humor. You gotta make me yeah. laugh. Oh my god! Yeah. Well, that's a gift. The quick wit, the banter, the yeah, whole thing. Yeah. The whole beyond. thing, or else. Bye. Beyond. Yeah. He's a great humanitarian. Super funny. Super smart. And so, I think humble. So That's humble. That's amazing. And he's one of the greatest actors of our time. Of anyone's the time. The whole thing. Yeah. The whole package. Um, oh, I just thought of this one. I wasn't originally going to ask this. I asked this a lot in New York. But now that I'm living in Florida, I'm going to ask it. We are New Yorkers. We are New Yorkers. That's true. Come on. Um, where is your favorite place to go for drinks in South Florida? Wow. My favorite place to go for drinks. Right now, it's a place called The Wine Room. Okay. In Del Rey. Uh-huh. Um... It's, is it on Atlantic? Oh, Off yes. Atla- on oh, Atlantic. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So it's fantastic. Amazing. And um, I've been there quite a few times lately. I still haven't been. You need to go. We need to. And you've said we need to go. Yes. Yes. And um, I need to go. We all, we just need to go. We're, you're all invited. Yes. <laughs> but so, I do want to go because yes. I didn't know that existed. And it's you know great. me. Yeah. Yes. It is. Um, it's fantastic. I mean, they have, first of all, they traveled the whole world to get this he taught me all this, this cheese collection that's like <gasps> the best cheeses. Okay, cheese. so you walk in and you give them your credit card okay. and they say, how much do you want to put on it? So you're like, okay, $75. Then you walk around the room and there's all different kinds of wine and you can have a glass, like let's say you want from a $25 bottle, you fill up on that. Let's say you want a taste of like a Camus or you want like even but like... But you can have... Dude, it's like... Like when you go to a soda machine and you put your cup under, so you put your glass under and you can have a glass from a $600 bottle of wine. You could have a glass from a $1,000 bottle of wine. You could, you know, I don't know if they have like the Chateau Lafitte oh broken out, but like, gosh. yeah. The food. I cannot wait to go here. They actually have a full menu, but like the cheese boards, it's just really. Oh my God, I can't wait to amazing. go. I, and they have a speakeasy in the back, like a legit. Not secret though, right? I mean, secret. Well, now it's like you an all amazing know. room. It's just, you just need to go there. Oh my God, I can't wait. Okay, yeah. done and done. Anyone yeah. that comes to Florida, yeah. the wine room. Yeah, I'm done. loving Elisabetta too. And the upstairs, there's a oh, good. You mentioned that. There's a secret elevator in the back. That you, you can take to this? go upstairs. I'm, I'm, I'm. She, I'm she learning. knows. She's, she's busy. She I'm knows. learning stuff. She's learning. So you go, I you go in wait. the back. I know stuff. You go in the back to this elevator, and it takes you up. It's like quilted brocade elevator, like nobody knows about it. And then you take it upstairs, and then you sit outside oh. on this patio, like in the trees. And being in South Florida, like everything here is kind of low, right, to the ground, but in there, you're just like, where am I? Like it's oh a very God. magical Elizabeth. spot. It's also on Atlantic. Yes, the yes. food is delicious, but the secret spot is the back elevator to the upstairs to sit outside. Done. Yes. And there's a tiny little bar in the corner. Yes. Done and done. Look yes. at Meredith coming with all the info. <laughs> okay, to round everything out, what are you most proud of from 2019? 2019? Mm-hmm. Um, 2019 would be booking, I mean, the, the yeah. uh, just yeah. the, the, it would be Bloomingdale's and Michael Feinstein and yeah. just all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. I mean, yes. how not? And yes. what are you most looking forward to this year? 
This year, I'm looking forward to, um, there's a lot of exciting things just coming up. A couple of them I can't even talk right. about yet, but just right. really, really good, exciting stuff that's coming Amazing. up. Amazing. With your art. Um, with your art we're talking about. Yes. Yes. For okay. sure. Yes. I'm excited for, um, I mean, my daughter's going to go off to college and there's things like that going on, but that's also It's a big year. It it's is. a big year. It's a big, it's a big year. So everyone stay it tuned. Is. Okay. And now where can everyone follow you if they're not already? Thank you. That's of so nice. Course. Thank you. I'm on Instagram. That is where you can follow yes, me. She's very good on Instagram. Thank you. My name is Meredith Hout with an E on the end. H-A-U-T-E, Meredith, M-E-R-E-D-I-T-H on Instagram. Perfect. Follow me there. And um, and you're not on Twitter, right? Instagram's your main platform. Yeah, that's right? not yes. my lane. Yeah, no, Instagram. And you stay in your lane. You have I to stay, stay in your lane. stay in my lane. Okay, that's everyone follow her because she posts really good stuff and she's just amazing. I just, I feel like I've, I'm like kind of, like I, you gave so much advice during this episode that I'm kind of taking it all in. Like you're some so of it really sweet. like resonated with me. I'm like, Julie, damn. So no, nice. but I'm not like blowing smoke. Like I'm serious. Thank but you. Anyway. Thank you so much for Thank being you. on. Thank you. I'm like, me? I can't even believe I'm sitting here with you. Oh I'm my like, God, I'm on a stop podcast. it. Please. Who am oh I? Oh my God. Really? Stop. Thank you. you thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you, and honey. We're going to go drink more wine. All right. Bye bye. Let's do it. <laughs> And there you have it. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. I really did. So I hope you did as well. Thank you as always for listening. You can always find me on everywhere on social media at by Julie Lauren. And I'll talk to you very soon. Bye-bye.